Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone, for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Radio Show, The Truth Hour, here on POET Radio. I'm so excited and happy and elated to be here on another Tuesday to bring to you God's Word as it is written in this book called the Bible, all 66 books, brothers and sisters, from Genesis to Malachi, which is the Old Testament, from the book of Matthew to Revelation, which is the New Testament, brothers and sisters, we thank you so much again for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Radio Show, The Truth Hour. On today's Bible lesson, subject, Truth Hour, our subject is Satan's offerings and God's gifts. Again, Satan's offerings and God's gifts. We're going to show you, brothers and sisters, that Satan has something to offer you as well as God does, brothers and sisters. And when we show you these things, you're not going to be amazed at it because you're going to say, man, I do remember reading that somewhere. Well, we're going to read it to you. We're going to show you where you can find it at in this book called the Bible. And when you leave this show, you're going to have a clear understanding of what Satan has to offer, brothers and sisters, versus what God has to offer. We're going to go ahead and turn this over to Brother Julius for a reading of our song so that we can go ahead and start our show. And again, the subject matter is Satan's offerings versus God's gifts. We want to thank you for tuning in for those who have logged in. We want to thank you for those who are on the line calling in. Uh, We want to send prayers out for you and your family. We want to cover you because we know that things are not going to get better, but they're going to get worse. But as long as you are wrapped up in this word of God and you know what the word of God is and what it says, then it is comforting to you. Didn't he say, I go so that another comforter can come? Well, that's his word, brothers and sisters. That's his Holy Spirit, which is contained in his word. And once you know what his word is, you know to expect these things. So when you see them, you're not surprised like the unbelievers are. You know that it is time and things are on time because we do serve an on-time God. Brother Julius, we're going to go ahead and turn it over to our brother for reading of our psalm. Brother Julius. Good afternoon, sisters and brothers, and again, welcome to another edition of The Truth Hour, hosted by Black Ice and Brother Julius. Our scripture reading will come from Proverbs 28. Proverbs 28, verses 1 through 5, and 9 and 10. Proverbs 28, verses 1 through 5, and verses 9 and 10. It reads, The wicked flee when no man pursueth, but the righteous are bold as a lion. For the, for the transgression of a land, many are the princes thereof. But by a man of understanding and knowledge, the state thereof shall be prolonged. A poor man that oppresses the poor is like a sweeping rain which leaveth no food. They that forsake the law praise the wicked. 
but such as keep the law, contend with them. Evil men understand not judgment, but they that seek the Lord <laughs> understand it's all things. Verse 9, he that turns away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer shall be an abomination. Whoso causes the righteous to go astray in an evil way, he shall fall himself into his own pit, but the upright shall have good things in possession. Sisters and brothers, I just read unto you five verses and two verses, seven total verses out of Psalm, out of Proverbs 28, and it fits this world to the teeth. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his holy name. In Jesus' name, we pray and give thanks. So, sisters and brothers, again, go get your Bibles, go get your pen, go get your paper, call your friends, call your relatives. The Truth Hour is broadcasting a little earlier today live. And we have a dynamite show. And the title of tonight's show is Satan's Offerings. Yes, the devil has something to offer. Satan's offerings and God's gifts. Again, Satan's offerings and God's gifts. And the reason why the Lord inspired me to come up with this lesson, sisters and brothers, is because I'm looking at the world today, and I'm looking at a whole lot of people following after the world and the ways of the world, and they're rejoicing in these things. But yet, you look at the the people who are sitting in loneliness, the people who are sitting in solace, the people who are depressed, and they are grieved at what they see what's going on in the world. I'm looking at murders. I'm looking at uh, birth defects. I'm looking at people who are hungry, have no substance. And I'm looking at the righteous. It looks like the righteous seems to be forsaken, and it looks like the wicked is prospering. I said it looks that way. But, sister and brother, whether you know or not or whether you believe or not, God is in charge of all things, and all things are, by, are done according to his plan, and he has allowed these things to be because Scripture must be fulfilled, sisters and brothers. And once you understand the word of God and God's plan for man and understand world events, you're not surprised at what you see. You're not surprised at what you hear. That is if you are, I dare say, a Bible Christian. Because in order to be a Bible Christian, you've got to study this word. You've got to understand that everything is already and everything is already written. And you've got to understand these things, sisters and brothers, so that when these things come, you're not surprised. You're not uh, overwhelmed with unbelief. We grieve at what we see. We sorrow at what we see. We see the innocent dying. We see uh, uh, the righteous seem to be forsaken. But no, that's not the case. Everything is happening on time and according to God's plan. But like I said, we're going to get this show started. And bear with us, sisters and brothers. Hopefully we won't have any technical difficulties to prevent us because this this show is near and dear, and it is right on time, right on time. So we're going to start this song, and no better place than in the beginning, Genesis chapter 1.
Genesis chapter 1. You ready, Black Ice? Genesis chapter 1. And we're going to just hit a couple of verses here in Genesis chapter 1. And look at the creation. Look at the creation. And then look what happened to the creation. Remember, everything that God does is righteous and is good. But something happens along the line in this creation. Something happened. Genesis 1, and we're going to read verse 1, Black Eyes. Genesis 1 and 1, and it reads, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Uh-huh. And God said, let there be light. Yes. And there was light. Yes. And God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. Yes. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. Yes. And the evening and the morning were the first day. So we learned something right here, that God created everything in the creation in each day, in six days, and rest of the seventh day. And he told you each time he said that, and God said, and God saw, and God created. And each time he said that it was good. Now, well, read verse, Black Eyes, <clears throat> read verse 27 and 28, and go ahead. Genesis 1, 27 and 28. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he, him, male and female created he, them. Yes. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply. And replenish the earth and subdue it. Yeah. And have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that creepeth and moveth upon the earth. Now, get down to verse 31. And go ahead. Verse 31. Verse 31. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. It was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. So God created time, created the sun, stars, and moons. He explained all those things, how he created everything, and he said it was very good. But something happened between Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, and Genesis chapter 1, verse 2. Let's go to Revelation. Revelation, the book of Revelation. <clears throat> Got a little bit of a cold system, brother, but we're going to get through this. Let's go to Revelation, Black Eyes. What we're talking about right now, brothers and sisters, is the space of time that was between the first and the second verse of Genesis, the first chapter. Uh In between the time when it said, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and then it jumps to, and the earth was without form and void. Well, we're going to show you, brothers and sisters, what happened between the time that God created the heavens and the earth. Uh And the time when the earth came, became without form and void. There was a period of time that existed between those two verses. And we're going to cue you into some things that happened during that time. Turn your Bible to Revelation, please. 12th chapter of Revelation. And let's find out what happened between Genesis, the first verse, and the second verse. Genesis 12. Revelation. Genesis 12. Revelation. I'm sorry, Revelation 12. And seven, the book of Revelations, brothers and sisters, uh-huh. Revelations 12 and 7. What happened between the time God created the heaven and the earth uh-huh. and the time the earth was without form and void? Yeah. Let's find out. Revelations 12 and 7. Now, this happened between Genesis verses 1 and Genesis verse 2 because he said that he created the heavens and the earth and everything was very good. But watch this, like I go ahead. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, 
And the dragon fought against his angels uh-huh. and prevailed not. Yeah. Neither was there pl- no neither was there place found any more in heaven. Uh-huh. And the great dragon was cast out. Yeah. That old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Cast out where? Into the earth. Where? And his angels were? And his angels were cast out with him, Brother Julie. So now let's skip down to verse 12 and we'll continue, brother. Now we're going to go down to verse 12, brothers and sisters, and we're going to continue this thing. Verse 12, and we're going to continue this thing, brothers and sisters. And it reads, Therefore rejoice ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. Yeah. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil has come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that he has a short time. And what did he do, black guys? And when the dragon saw that he was cast unto the earth, uh-huh. he persecuted the woman who brought forth the man child. So now, let's go back to Genesis, the third chapter, black guys. We set this up for you, sisters and brothers. We are setting this up for you so that you could understand, so that you could understand how God works. He works through time. So now it tells you, and way at the end of the last book of the Bible, in the book of Revelation, that the devil and his angel was cast out into the earth, and woe unto the inhabitants of the earth. Why woe? Let's read it. Genesis chapter 3, black guys. Let's go to Genesis chapter 3. And this is how you get understanding, sisters and brothers. People don't like it, but it doesn't matter. It is what it is. Genesis chapter 3. Remember, what was he called in Revelation? It said the devil fought and his angel and the dragon, right? And he was cast out. Let's look at him. Genesis chapter 3, verse 1. Come on, right? Genesis 3 and 1. Now the serpent was more so than any beast of the field, uh-huh. which the Lord God had made. Yes. And he said unto the woman, yeah. Has God said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Uh-huh. And the woman said unto the serpent, yes. we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, yes. but of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, yes. you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, Why? lest you die. And the serpent said unto the woman, you shall not surely die, for God does know that in the day you eat thereof, uh-huh. then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as God's. Knowing good and evil. Go ahead. And, the, and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise. Now, Black Ice, is this talking about a literal tree that grows out of the ground? No. Apples and oranges and grapes and nectarines that grow on the tree up and grow, or on the vine out the ground does not make you wise. It has the power to make you well or sick or fill you up or satisfy you, but it is knowledge that makes you wise. Wow. And we miss it. We miss it. It'll tell you in Genesis chapter 2, it says in verse 16 to 17, don't eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So the first thing that the devil offered them was something to replace the word of God because he told you the day you eat of this tree, you shall surely die. So evidently, hey, he came to a woman in his strength. She believed him and disrespected and didn't believe God. Finish it, Ice. What verse we at? Finish your verse and, uh, We're going to go ahead and pick this up five. at verse 5, brothers and sisters. 
Um, I'm sorry, verse 6. Read verse 5 again. Verse 5. Yes. For God does know that the day ye eat thereof, uh-huh. then your eyes shall be opened, yes. and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. So, Black Eyed, when, when did they eat? They ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, but what do we eat of? We eat of the tree of life, which is none other than the word of God, which is none other than Jesus. Then Jesus tell you in the Gospels that I am the vine, I'm the tree, and you are the branches. He told you that. He even called himself the branch. So they ate forbidden fruit, not an apple. And, oh, by the way, if the devil's going to get a woman an apple, how, how, how is he going to give it to her? He ain't got no hands. Wow. Wow. Come on, black guys, go ahead. Finish this. Verse 7. Yes. And the eyes of them both were open. What way did the eyes open? Knowledge. Conversation and knowledge. Come on. Yes. Whenever you find out something that you didn't understand before and someone explains it to you, you say, oh, now I see. Uh-huh. It's not that someone gave you sight. It's that your understanding was oh. open. And the eyes of them both were open, uh-huh. and they knew that they were naked. Yes. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. Wait a minute, but they were naked in the garden. They were, they were not ashamed. Now they have sinned against God, and now shame is in the world. Uh, fear is in the world. Come on, black eyes. And they heard verse 8. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Uh-huh. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord, God amongst the trees of the garden. So now, black earth, the Lord was actually in the garden, just like, say, the devil was in the garden. And he instructed the man in Genesis chapter 2, verse 7 and 26 and 7. Let him make him the supervisor of the world. That's an offering. Mm-hmm. He gave man dominion over the works of his hands. But watch this, black guys. Watch this right here. Uh, verse 11. Show you that snakes don't talk unless they are walking on two feet. Verse 11. Genesis 3 and 11. Verse 11. Genesis 3 and 11. Lord. And he said, who told you that you were naked? Uh-huh. Has thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded you that? You should not eat. If it was a snake that talked to you, it should have said, what told you that you were naked? It said, who told you? That was none other than say the devil. Come on. And when the man said, the woman whom thou gavest to be with me, uh-huh. she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. Yes. And the Lord God said unto the woman, what is this that thou hast done? So for the sake of time, the Lord punished the woman by having her, uh, when she gets pregnant, she's going to have uh, uh Childbirth, child, uh, pain through a childbirth, morning sickness, and she's going to be in subjection to her husband. That is the woman's punishment. But what did God punish? What was man's punishment? Listen, when you take up the wrong offerings, like I this is the results thereof. Sit all the way down to verse 19. Verse 19. Yes. And it reads, Yes. And the sweat of thy face shall thou eat bread, till thou return into the, into the ground. Yes. For out of it was thou taken, for dust thou art, yes. and to the dust thou shalt return. And to the dust yeah, thou return. So he made man, we got to work for a living, and now he entered the brought in death. So Satan <laughs> offered the man death. He cannot offer you life. He can only offer you death. Let, let me show you. Let's go to Matthew 4, chapter Black Ice. And for those who just tuned in, you're tuned in to the Bible Radio Show, the Truth Hour, hosted by Black Ice and Brother Julius. Our subject matter is 
Satan's offerings versus God's gifts. Satan's offerings versus God's gifts. We already see at the beginning of the book that Satan offered Adam and Eve both death when God had already granted them the gift of everlasting life. They were created to live forever. But Satan came back behind God and he said, well, okay, man, I'm going to offer you something that you can be pleased with temporarily, but God is trying to offer you something that you can be pleased with eternally, brothers and sisters. Again, this body only lasts for so long. Eventually, it's going to decay. Eventually, it's going to be put back into the ground from which it came from. Uh-huh. You could experience all kind of treasures and riches and blessings of greatness and fame and fortune while you're here. But eventually, brothers and sisters, that only lasts 30 years, 40 years, 20 years, whatever it is, until you die. Uh-huh. But God said, even in death, I'm going to resurrect you. I'm going to wake you up. And I'm going to make you live forever. That's my gift to you. If you would follow my statutes, laws, and commandments. Our subject matter today is Satan's offerings versus God's gifts. We're in the book of Matthew, chapter 3. Yes. Matthew, chapter 3, brothers and sisters. Where you want to pick this up at, Brother Julian? Matthew, chapter 4. Matthew, chapter 4. Yes. Matthew, chapter 4. And we're going to go ahead and pick this up. Pick up at verse 1, black guys. 4 and 1, and it reads, Matthew 4 and 1. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Yes. When he had to be tempted of what? Be tempted of the devil. Same way Adam and Eve were. Oh, so Satan's job is to tempt you. Remember, Brother Julius, we just read in the book of Revelation, the seventh chapter, it says that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan. Yes. He is a tempter. He tempted. He tempted Adam and Eve in the garden, yeah. and here he is showing up again in the wilderness, trying to tempt Jesus himself in the flesh. Matthew chapter four and verse one. Then was Jesus led up to the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted for forty days and forty nights, he was afterward and hungered. And when the tempter came to him, what I the tempter came to him. What do you think? That's another name for Satan, brothers and sisters, the uh-huh. tempter. Yes. Yeah. He said, okay, if you're the son of God, command that these stones be made bread. Wow. But, but he, speaking of Jesus, answered and said, it is written. It is what? It is written. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. He quoted Deuteronomy 8, chapter, verse 3. But skip down block after verse 8. So he offered Jesus, what did he say? He said, if you... If you be the son of man, so now he's trying to make him doubt himself, if you be. Mm-hmm. But skip out of verse 8. Watch this, like, watch how he's kept him. Oh, man, he's smooth. He's smoother than butter, sister than butter. And he's not going to give up. Oh, man. So that means that his, his minions and his prophets and his pastors are smooth as butter. Look, we tell you like this. The reason why you got to go hard all day every day is because the devil never sleeps. Plus, he has no off days. No off days. Matthew 4 and 8. Again, the devil taketh him up to an exceedingly high mountain and showed Jesus all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. And the riches of them. Go ahead. And said unto Jesus, all these things will I give you if you will fall down and worship me. What? Where did he get us from, Ice? 
He got kicked out of heaven and his angels with him. So what does he got? A bargaining chip. The Lord left him as a bargaining chip so that man can be persuaded or have faith in God or no. Read, read it again, black guys. Read it again. Verse 8. Verse eight. Matthew 4 and 8. Again, the devil taketh Jesus up into an exceedingly high mountain yes. and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. Yes. And said unto Jesus, all these things will I give you if you will fall down and worship me. So, my guys, what does the devil want? He can only offer you material things. But you got, it comes at a price. You got to sell your soul to him. That means that you got to worship him. You got to worship him. Brother Julius, it could be money. It could be money. could be your thing that you're willing to do anything for. What about your car? What about your house? Mm-hmm. What about your jewelry? Mm-hmm. What about your husband or your wife? What about your children? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can put your children in a place where they replace the God that you serve. So, Black Eyes, because they didn't listen to God's gifts, which was the words of eternal life, what happened to them? Adam and Eve. Adam bought death to us. We got to work for a living. Me and Black Eyes tired right now because we got to work for a living. We could have been kicking it back, laying back, eating grapes and everything. Wouldn't even, animals wouldn't be dying to feed us. Mm-hmm. Nothing would attack nothing. But watch this, Black Eyes. So what did they do? They listened to the wrong one? Let's go to 1 Corinthians, the 10th chapter. 1 Corinthians, the 10th chapter. Turn your Bibles to 1 Corinthians, the 10th chapter. You're listening to the Bible radio show, the Truth Hour on POET Radio, yes. hosted by Black Eyes and Brother Julius. Our subject matter today is Satan's offering yes. versus God's gift. Yes. We're trying to show you that the devil can bless you too, brothers and sisters. But his blessings are only temporary. He can only give you the things of this world. But God is the only one that can give you everlasting life, where even in death, brothers and sisters, Uh you will be resurrected and live in the good part of the kingdom. That new city in Revelation 21st chapter called New Jerusalem. And live forever. The devil can't offer you that, brothers and sisters. We're going to go ahead and turn our Bibles to the book of 1 Corinthians. Chapter 10, Black Eyes. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Oh, this is rich, guys. This is rich. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, brothers and sisters. Verse 1. Sisters and brothers, let's see if our ancestors believed, the ones that came out of Egypt. 1 Corinthians 10. Oh, this is why the Old Testament is so rich, because you have an example. Read it, guys. Read it, 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and 1. Yes. Moreover, brethren, I would not that you be ignorant how that all of our fathers were under the cloud. Yes. And all passed through the sea. What is this talking about, brothers and sisters? It's talking about the release of the children of Israel from the bondage of Egypt. Why are we talking about Moses, the children of Israel, and Egypt all the way in the New Testament? In First Corinthians, yes. because this is a testament, brothers and sisters, yes. of what already happened. Verse two, Come on. and we're all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and the sea. You mean, you mean Paul is talking about and reflecting on Moses? Mm-hmm. So Paul, <laughs> go read. I can get it. Let me just say this, brother Julius. Jehovah, which Moses referred to as the God that he served that released them from Egypt, that followed 
them by cloud during the day and by pillar of fire by night. Yes. We're going to do two things here, brothers and sisters. We're going to show you what God can offer you, but we're also going to identify who Jehovah is. This God, all the way back in the book of Exodus, and follow them in the cloud. Uh-huh. And pillar of fire by night protecting the children of Israel. Let's see who that is. Ahead, Verse 3. Yes. And did all eat that same spiritual meat. Remember that water. Go ahead, and did all drink of the same spiritual drink. The word of God. Well, they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them. What? Well, wait a minute. We know that it was a cloud that followed them and a pillar of fire that followed them. Uh-huh. But in 1 Corinthians, that pillar of fire and that cloud now is being referred to as a spiritual rock. Yes. Let's find out who that spiritual rock was. So they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, yes. and that rock was Christ. You know what I see right here? I see the Passover. Mm. But they all drank of that spiritual drink, the blood of Christ. Mm. And they ate of that spiritual meat, which is still represented that broken that bread mm. that was broken for his body. Still Christ. Mm-hmm. That's why the book says Christ, our Passover is sacrificed for us. So now the book is telling you and confirming that that rock was Christ. You mean Christ didn't come in the New Testament? But Christ didn't show up when he came through Mary. Uh-huh. It's showing you right here that he was all the way in the Old Testament. Oh. He was a God of Israel, the God of Moses, and the one that protected the children of Israel as they were released from the bondage of Egypt. It identifies who that God that Moses called Jehovah, here he's called Christ. But what happens when you take over take up Satan's offerings and you reject the word of God? Read verse 5, like that. Verse 5. Yes. But with many of them, God was not well pleased. So what did he do? So they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now these things were our examples. To the intent we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. As they are evil things. Neither be ye adulterers. Yeah, idolaters. Idolaters. Yes. As were some of them, as it was written, yes. the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. They party when they should have been playing. Come on. Neither let us commit fornication, as some of them committed. And fornication is not in the Ten Commandments. It is adultery. Come on, black guys. And fell in one day three and 20,000. died because they took up Satan's offerings and rejected the word of God. Even though he was there, rock that followed them. It was him who trained them. Ten plagues he put on Egypt that they might believe. Wait a minute. What, so what did they do? They're doing the same thing that we do today, Ice. Read verse 9. You mean to tell me, Brother Julius, the angel killed 23,000 people in one day? 23,000 in one day because of unbelief and listening and following out to those who were led by Satan the devil. Oh, this Moses. Why we got to follow him? Who do you think he is? Mm-hmm. And so the Lord said, Moses, they ain't murmuring against you. They murmuring against me. I was that rock that delivered them. Come on, Black Ice. Verse 9. Here's our example today, sister. Verse 9. Verse 9. Yes. Neither let us tempt Christ. Neither let us what? Tempt Christ. What? As some of them also tempted. Who did they tempt? And were destroyed of certain. Who did they tempt? They tempted Jesus. They tempted Jesus. Come on, Black Ice. Neither murmur you, as some of them also murmured, uh-huh. and were destroyed of the destroyer. Come on, Black Ice. Now, all these things happened unto them for in samples. So they were destroyed of the destroyer. 
Who the destroyer? Say the devil. Say the devil the destroyer. That's his one of his titles, right? Abaddon. Mm-hmm. Destroyer. Come on. And they are written for our admonition yes. upon whom the ends of the world are come. This is why these are the last days. In the last days, let's hold to our faith. Believe God. Believe what's written in this book. And don't be like our ancestors, stubborn and stiff-necked and hard-headed and rebellious. Because the last time I read this Bible, Black Eyes, the Bible said that God don't change. What he hated back then, he hates today. Who he killed back then, he will kill today. Idolaters, fornicators, adulterers, thieves, murderers, lawbreakers, he will kill you, sisters and brothers. My job is not to judge. My job is to warn. Finish it, Ice. Verse 12. Yes. Wherefore, let him that thinketh he standeth uh-huh. take heed lest he fall. Don't get, don't get beside yourself. Come on, Ice. There has no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. Go ahead. But God is faithful. Who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, uh-huh. but will with the temptation also make a way to escape? In other words, God made you a free agent. He said, I said before you, life and blessings, death and a curse, choose life. The gift of God is choice. Choose life. You have the right to live or you have the right to die. Wow. Verse 15. Skip to 15. Verse 15. I'm sorry, 14. 14. Yes. Wherefore, my dearly beloved, do what I flee from idolatry. Go ahead. I speak to wise men. Uh-huh. Judge ye what I say. Yes. The cup of blessings. Skip down to verse uh, 20 and read it. 1 Corinthians. I will have to. 1 Corinthians 10 and 20. Here we go. But I say yes. that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, yes. they sacrifice to devils. Oh, the, oh, the world is ran by the Gentiles because black eyes, it is the time of the Gentiles. But the Gentiles don't know Christ unless they are taught about the true and living God of Israel. Come on, Ice. They sacrifice to devils and not to God. Oh, yeah, I, and I would not that you should have fellowship with devils. Uh-huh. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord uh-huh. and the cup of devils. You can't drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. Come on, you cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and the table of devils. You cannot drink of the Lord's table. This is why he kicked out Adam and Eve. They listened to Satan's doctrine, which is the devil, the tester, and were tempted. Oh, man. And what happened to the black eyes? They perished. They died. Bought in death. Bought in sickness. Turn the world, our mama and daddy turned the world upside down so that the father had to do something. Mm-hmm. He had to do something. So what did he do, black guys? He bought, he made a gift. Let's look at this gift. Say John 3 and 16. Ladies and gentlemen, for those who just tuned in, you're tuned in to the Bible radio show, The Truth Hour, here on POET Radio, yeah. hosted by Black Ice and Brother Julius. Our subject matter today is Satan's Offerings versus God's Gifts. Uh-huh. We're going to go ahead into the book of John. Yeah. Turn your Bible to the book of John. Yes. Yeah. And we're going to go to John chapter 3, brothers and sisters. And explain it to them about for God to love the world. John chapter 3, verse 16. Verse 16. Yes. One of the most misinterpreted scriptures of the Bible. You see them at the sports games, football, baseball, hockey games. John 3, 16. Well, let's get the real meaning and interpretation of this particular scripture. And what is God's gift, Black Eyes? It says, for God so loved the world 
and that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Now, brothers and sisters, we just read in the book of Matthew of how Satan tempted Jesus and offered him all the kingdoms of this world. And the riches and the glory of them. But he would fall down and worship him. But Jesus and God, the Father, never loved this world, brothers and sisters. How can God love a world ran by Satan, ruled by Satan, brothers and sisters? Yes. So the proper way to interpret this scripture, it didn't say, for God so loved this world. It said, for God so loved the world, brothers and sisters. Yes. There are many different worlds that's been in existence, brothers and sisters. But when you put the definite article D in front of the world, then you got one that is separated from the rest, one that is separated from many, brothers and sisters. So what world was it that God loved so much that he was willing to sit his son in this one to die for that one, brothers and sisters. Well, let's analyze the Lord's Prayer. It says, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom or your kingdom come, brothers and sisters. So we're waiting on a kingdom that's coming, brothers and sisters. Now, Revelation, the 21st chapter, verse 3. It says, and I, John, saw new Jerusalem coming down from heaven prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. So we got Jesus telling you about a kingdom that's coming down or that's coming. Then we got John in Revelation talking about he saw a holy city, new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven. Brothers and sisters, this is that world that John 3.16 is talking about. God's kingdom is coming to be established here on this earth as Jesus told you that it's coming. As John told you what he saw in his vision that um, the holy city, New Jerusalem, was coming down out of heaven. So for God so loved that world, brothers and sisters, so much. Not this one, that one so much. Yes. God knew that you couldn't have access to the world that he was bringing except his son die in this one so that you may be redeemed, brothers and sisters. And through him, you can gain access to that world that is to come, but it's not here yet. So again, brothers and sisters, God ain't never loved this world. It's wicked. It's evil. And it doesn't say for God so loved this world. It says for God so loved the world. Wow. So when you read it from now on, brothers and sisters, read it with understanding. Satan is the God of this world. Oh, read that to That's why we have war. That's why we have famine. That's why we have earthquakes and murderers and killings and rapes and all these kind of things and drugs and crime and violence. Man, blew it, I God would not allow those things to happen in this world. And Jesus wouldn't come to die for a world that had those things in it, brothers and sisters. So read it from now on with understanding. It doesn't say for God so love this world. It says for God so love the world. Brother Julius? Continue, my, continue, my brother. Where we at? St. John 3 and 16. Continue reading. 
Continue reading, Dr. Go ahead. Verse 17. Look at, look at the gift of God. Come on. For God sent not his son into the world to uh, condemn the world. That's the Father, yeah. But that the world through him might be saved. That the world through the son might be saved. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's beautiful. Let's go to First uh, John, Black Ace. Let's, let's, let's continue this, this gift. First John. Tell your Bible to First John. That's in the New Testament, the yeah. Revelations, brothers and sisters. Yeah. Turn your Bible to First John. First John. The first chapter. First John, the first chapter. Yeah. First John, chapter 1. We're talking about Satan's offerings versus God's gift. Yeah. And we're going to go to the phone lines, brothers and sisters. We got five minutes left in the show. We're going to go to the phone lines and find out what you thought about tonight's show. We're glad that everyone is online and that everyone is holding on, brothers and sisters. And we're going to go to you and find out what you thought about tonight's show and what questions you may have concerning the things that we are covering on this show. Brother Julie? Let's go to St. God. I'm sorry. St. God, the first time. St. God. I'm sorry, brothers and sisters. Turn your books back. And we're going to go to St. John, uh-huh. the first chapter, and we're going to find out what thus saith the Lord in the book of St. John. Remember, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever should believe in him should not perish but should have everlasting life. That's a gift of God, eternal life. But the Father sent the Son as a sin offering and as to, uh, so that we might have a right back to the tree of life, that Adam and Mama blew it in the garden. St. John, look what he did, black guys. Look what he did. St. John 1 and 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with the God, and the Word was God. We count to and we count to God here. Come on. The same was in the beginning with the God. Uh-huh. All things were made by him. Yeah. Who is the him it's talking about right here? Yeah. Well, this whole chapter, the subject matter is this being called the word, which we know that is another name for Jesus. So all things were made by him, talking about Jesus, and without him, Jesus, was not anything made that was made. Yes. So wait a minute, Brother Julius. Yes. Who made man? It was the one known as Christ Jesus. Wait a minute. Who made the fowl of the air, the fish of the sea, and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth, Brother Julius? The beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. All things, the same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. So, brothers and sisters, Jesus was the one that's responsible for the creation. He's called the Word. Now, the Father gave him permission to do it and the blueprint to do it, but he was the one who actually did the Word, brothers and sisters, him and his angels. Well, we're going to pick this up, Brother Julius. Let's see you, my brother. Get down to verse 10. Let's go down to verse 10. As Jesus it speaks of, it says, he was in the world, uh-huh. and the world was made by him. Didn't we just say that Jesus created this thing? We read, we read the book. So, brothers and sisters, if, if y'all had any misunderstanding about what we just read above at uh-huh. the beginning of the chapter, we just cleared it up by the 10th verse. It says, he was in the world. Uh-huh. We know the Father ain't never came in the flesh. He was in the world, talking about Jesus, yeah. and the world was made by him, yeah. and the world knew him not. 
He came into his own. He came into his own. And his own received him not. I'm going to show you why his own received him not. Come on, Black Eyes. But as many as received him. And to those that did receive him. To them gave he power to become the sons of God. Go ahead. Even to them that believe on his name. Verse 14. Verse 14. Verse 14. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and mercy. But how do we know, black guy, that that was Jesus, the Christ, and not Jesus, the Father? Mm. How do we know that that's not the Father? Because it, said, because it says that the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. So if the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, read verse 18, and let us show you who the world has never seen. Verse 18. Verse 18. Yes. And it speaks of... God the Father, not the Son, but the Father. It says, no man has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he has declared him. Because he was with them. We just read it in the beginning of this chapter. He said, and the world was with God, and the world was God. But guess what, Black Ash? Why did the people receive him? The same reason why they can't receive him now, because of disbelief, unbelief, leading to their own understanding, refusing to be taught by the true servants of God. Let us show you. Let's go to 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter. 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter. We are closing out, brothers and sisters, on our show. We had an early start today, um, but we thank everyone for tuning in, that tuned in. And, of course, we air live every week. Uh, Brother Julius will be bringing to you a special subject um, next week, brothers and sisters. Yes. Um, I will be out of the country, so I won't be present with Julius next week, but I will pick up the following Tuesday on the Bible Radio Show, The Truth Hour. We're picking this up at 2 Corinthians chapter 4, chapter 4, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, and verse 1, Black Eyes. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 1, we're talking about Satan's offerings versus God's gifts, brothers and sisters. As again, we said before, Satan can bless those who follow and worship him, as well as God blesses those and and, and worship him, brothers and sisters. The difference between the two is that Satan's offerings and his blessings only extend to death. It leads to death, like I said. Amen. God's blessings, brothers and sisters, is everlasting because even when you give up this body, brothers and sisters, yes. God has prepared another body for you that you can't die from, wow. that you can't get sick with, that you can't feel hurt with, brothers and sisters, or pain with, brothers and sisters. That's a spiritual body, and that's everlasting. You cannot die. Satan can't offer you that, brothers and sisters. Wow. So have hope for those in your family and your loved ones, and your friends who have gone on and who have died. Yes. And we, 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 we mourn for them, brothers and sisters, and we feel pain because there's an absence of the spirit that was there that was around when they were here, brothers and sisters, but have faith in knowing that everyone who die in Christ will be resurrected, brothers and sisters, and we won't have to worry about death anymore, as Revelations 21 and 4 says. It says there will be no more death, no more sickness, no more sorrow, no more hurt, pain, or death. For all the former things will have passed away. So the devil can only offer you things, brothers and sisters, that are temporary, and they will be considered former things because they're going to go when this body goes, brothers and sisters. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1. Like verse one. <laughs> Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, what is the gospel of the kingdom of God, right? as we have received mercy, we faint not. Yes. 
that have renounced the things, the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But if our gospel be hid, this is why the people couldn't see it, my guys. Go ahead. It is here to them that are lost. Well, how do they get lost? I to read it. In whom the God of this world, who? the God of this world, brothers and Jews, the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not. What? Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, yes. shine unto them. Yes. See, the God, if the people are blinded, they are blinded by the God of this world, which is none other than Satan, the devil, and that's a little G, who can only offer you materialistic wealth. Now, now Brother Julie, they thought that we was just just coming up with some things out of our own mind. We said that Satan is the God of this world. Well, brothers and sisters, we can only share with you what is written in this book. It doesn't matter what you or I think. It doesn't matter how you or I feel. It doesn't matter what you or I believe, what we've been told, or what we've been taught, brothers and sisters. The only thing that matters is what we can read, and our motto on this show is, if you cannot read it, do not believe it. Sit down to verse 5 and 6, and we're going to move right here. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 5 and 6. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. Go ahead. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, Mm -hmm. has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Because he sent his son as a light. He sent his son as a light. Black eyes, we got to go to first, uh, what is this, Corinthians 11 chapter? Mm -hmm. Let's go to first Corinthians 11 chapter. We're going to close out, brothers and sisters. First uh, Corinthians, the 11th chapter, we're going to go ahead and close out. Then we're going to go to the phone lines, brothers and sisters. This is a deep subject matter, and um, it's always learning something on the way to learning something. First Corinthians 11. Uh, I'm sorry, Black Eyes. I want to go to First Corinthians. We're going to change that, brothers and sisters, not First Corinthians 11 chapter. I'm going to find the scriptures. Brother Julius is looking for the scripture. While he's looking for the scripture, brothers and sisters, we w- we just want to let you know that, again, the devil will come to us at our weakest point, that time when we just separated from that marriage or that time when our household is in shambles or we're having problems on our job, brothers and sisters. That's the only space Satan needs to come into our mind and to influence us, brothers and sisters, to do things that he knows is contrary to goodness or godness or right or righteousness, brothers and sisters. Second Corinthians chapter twelve, chapter eleven. Second Corinthians chapter eleven, and we'll we'll close out with this, brothers and sisters. Second Corinthians chapter eleven, and then we'll go to the phone line. We'll take you back to the garden. Back to the garden. Second Corinthians chapter eleven, and we're going to start with verse one. Verse two. Start at verse two, black guys. Well, okay, verse two. Yeah. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 2. Yes. For I am jealous over you with godly jealousy. Yes. For I have espoused you to one husband that I may present you as a chaste virgin 
to Christ. Go ahead. But I fear, lest by any means, as the serpent beguiled Eve uh-huh. through his subtlety, uh-huh. yeah. so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. Adam's and Eve's mind was corrupted. It was corrupted when it was created because he said he created man. He created everything was very good. It was corrupted when they listened to the prince of the power of the air because Ephesians chapter 6 said, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, black guys, but against spiritual wickedness in high places. So they listened to the doctrine of the devil who is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil or the tempter or the destroyer or the dragon. All those names refer to one being, brothers and sisters. No matter what you call it, out of all of those names, it all refers to the same being, Satan the devil. Christ is the the Christ is the husband, and the, the church is the wife. Come on, Black Knight. Second Corinthians 11 and 4, and it reads, and it reads, For if he that cometh preacheth another Jesus, uh-huh. whom we have not preached, right. or if you receive another spirit, which you have not received, or another gospel, which you have not accepted, you might well bear with him. So, brothers and sisters, we find in here that there is another Jesus. And that there is another gospel, brothers and sisters, of this Bible. But do we read another gospel? So when you go to church, brothers and sisters, you got to be careful that the person behind the pulpit is not preaching about another Jesus or another gospel. Mm-hmm. It has to line up with the Jesus in the gospel that's written in this book. Wow. We know some people mean well, but they are misinformed. And Satan could use people, brothers and sisters, whether they realize it or not. Mm-hmm. If you're misinterpreting this book or misinforming people on the word of God, mm-hmm. I got news for you. You're not working for God. You're working for Satan. Well, that's know, just plain and simple, brothers and sisters. That's simple. a bold statement, brother. That is a bold statement. But how do you prove that? Easy. Skip down to verse 13 and keep reading. Verse 13. Yes. Second Corinthians 11 and 13. Yes. But such are false apostles. You mean there could be false apostles? Deceitful workers. What? Transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. Transforming themselves. And no marvel, for Satan himself is also transformed into an angel of light. Uh-huh. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose ends shall be according to their works. Wait a minute, Black Eyes. So we read about the God of this world. We read about Satan the devil was cast out. Him and a third part of his angel was cast out with him. So now he has ministers. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Who was? Where should we close it? Where should we close it? Brothers and sisters, we thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Radio Show, The Truth Hour, here on POET Radio. Please hold the line. We're going to go to the line right now, brothers and sisters. If you have a question and guess eight, call in, guess eight, and, you know, uh, speak your piece. And we're going to go to the line and find out what you feel about what we covered today. Uh, we're going to go to the phone lines as, as we um, close out. Yeah. We're going to go to the phone lines. And, Brother Joe, we see you out there, Alaska. We see you out there, Chicago. We see you out there also as well, again, Satan's offerings versus God's gifts, brothers and sisters. Be careful. When you're being blessed, brothers and sisters, by good fortune and good things, what are we doing to get those blessed? Uh What are we doing and who are we actually serving, brothers and sisters? Uh 
school we actually serving. On your own, on your own, sisters and brothers, on your own, read St. John 8 and 44 on your own because we ran out of time. Read St. John 8 and 44. You will find that Satan got children. Jesus told the Pharisees, you of your father, the devil, and the works of the devil you would do. He got apostles. He got pastors. He got bishops who transformed themselves as ministers of righteousness. Wow, black eyes, I'm done. So, brothers and sisters, again, we're going to go to the phone line and see what you thought about tonight's show. And remember, Satan can't win playing God's game, brothers and sisters. So as long as you maintain your composure, as long as you don't return evil for evil, as long as you um, counter evil with righteousness, brothers and sisters, you're always going to come out the victor. Because, again, Satan can only win when you start playing his game. Thank you for calling in for another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour. Peace and blessings. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.